to all my heavy hitters and lockdown defenders. Welcome to Sports Talk with Coach and Kirk, episode 124. We back in the building, man, each and every Tuesday, but on a special night tonight, after we uh, had to be on the injury report for a couple of days, <laughs> we back in the building, man. Episode 124, we back in the building, man. Each and every Tuesday, normally 9 p.m. Eastern time, but bringing to you on a special night, uh, Thursday night at 9 p.m., a little late, a little late, but we're we going to get it done. We're going to get it done. Yeah, Coach Kurt, how you doing? I think, brother, you doing well? You're off the injury report. You're back in the game. How you feeling? Yeah, man. Yeah, I went to the, uh, you know, I had to go into the tent. You know, I had to go into the tent. I was on the injury report, but, you know, luckily to hitting the cold, the, the cold pool, right? And then coming out of that, I'm I'm back, ready to go. Bounce back, got my rejuvenation, got my, when it, when I saw the doctor, and uh, I'm, I'm ready. To, I, I'm ready, man. I'm ready to get back on the field. I'm ready. I'm ready to go back to my all-star status. I understand. I understand. So we get back to that elite level real quick, man. Yeah. If anybody watching this live, watch this on the replay nation, man, hit that like, subscribe button if you have not done so already. For the Mississippi the Airways back in the building, man, to the podcast that's going to keep the water coolers jumping and uh, barbershop pumping. We are back in the building, man. And we got a lot to talk about. It is uh, it is sports season. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's uh, sports season. Full, full, full sports season. I think right now, yeah, you have all – Actually, you have all four, four major sports, sports in line right now at one time. Absolutely. World yeah. Series, start of the NHL, yep. uh, basketball opening week, and yep. football is in live and direct. We got games going on right now. And you got and hockey. Yeah, yeah, NHL. NHL yep. is boom. So they, I think their opening week was either this week or last week. I can't remember. I don't follow yep. hockey. I mean, I'm not act, yeah, I'm not going to say act like I do. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah. So, yeah, full effect, man, for at least for the moment until the World Series, we got all the major sports in line and ready to go. So, uh, of course, we're going to talk about uh, NBA and NFL, as like like we always do. And we got some hot topics to talk about, man. We had to get this show off because, like I said, it's a lot of news buzzing and we, there's a lot of things we want to talk about. So, yeah, as always, we're going to get into, first and foremost, we're going to get into, uh, put this back up there a little bit. There we go. What we got? What we got? There we go. So, so we're gonna talk about uh the, the aces real quick. They won a WNBA championship, they uh, back-to-back champions. Shout out to them. What's up about the open night takeaways we're having on Tuesday night? Uh, and then we'll get into week one expectations. We're having for Wednesday night and throughout the rest of the week. Mm-hmm. And then we're gonna talk about NBA's uh first 30 days. So, first and foremost, you know, shout out to the girls. Yeah, you know, the, yeah. The, the the aces, they won uh the in, in WNBA championship. Uh, back to back 2022 yeah. 2023 champions, and uh, in ceremonies fashion, they are getting it done over there. Shout out to Becky Hammond, Asia Wilson, and the crew, uh, yeah. for, for getting it done. Uh, it was a little bit of a, a little bit of a trepidation going on in uh, in that game in that third game, I believe, where uh, yeah. the top two people one of the top two scores went out uh, with injury, didn't come back for game four. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but Asia kind of took it and took it up and put the team on the back like she normally does and and got it done. And brought it all home. It was uh, it's a nip and tuck at the very end, but uh, you know they they gave uh Liberty one final shot to kind of uh win the game and force a game five. But uh, they played solid defense and got the win. So uh, what do you yep. think about that series and how you feel about this Aces team? But we got a we got a dynasty brewing in the WNBA or what? Uh listen, I'll I'll definitely say you have a dynasty brewing uh in the WNBA. You consider that their dominance right as the las vegas aces coming in taking the wnba by storm last year and then running it back with candace parker this year and giving her back to uh, you know and giving her another title uh is outstanding and so this was a great game one of the things if anybody's followed the wnba uh some people feel like the wnba still has the purity of basketball uh in it right you see mm-hmm. skills you see 
you see what's considered the European style of basketball, which is basically old school basketball that we saw back in the 80s, 90s. You're going to see rotations. You're going to see multiple passes, strong defense, mid-range, uh, back down, you know, low post game. Asia, uh, Asia Wilson is a budding uh, superstar on and off the court because of not only do you get a high skill level, you get entertainment and you get captivation, right? And I just love watching that game again. Uh, playing, I think it was Liberty. Uh, yeah, it, was, Liberty. it was it yep. was New York Liberty. It was just great skills on both sides, man. It was it it actually had me um, watching each and every game just because it was great basketball and it felt like I was watching the NBA. A championship. Yes, you've been seeing dunks, but when you talked about skills with Candace Parker, Asia Wilson, and the great thing is, if people are not aware, the head coach for the Las, uh, the Las Vegas Aces is Becky Hammond. And if anybody knows about Becky Hammond, she was a baller uh, when she played, and now she's the coach. And the thing that I love is that she is open and encouraging for the, her team to bring the personality into it right so if anybody's into sports you know you get attracted to players and people and that makes you fall in love uh and being in las vegas bringing a championship to sin city and then uh two of the players they have their own quote-unquote tv show they just did a podcast on the pivot asia wilson candace parker well-known names man mm -hmm. uh las, las vegas aces have has a supporter in me and uh, definitely going into next year, I'll be catching games as well. So, yeah, I thought it was a great game, man. It was nip and tuck, uh, but the Las Vegas Aces, you know, they they ended up being able to raise uh, the title. And I'm just interested in the parade because if anybody knows last year, Asia Wilson, after not eating and going on a whirlwind tour, showed up and they was a little tipsy at the oh, post. You, know? you missed it. You missed it. They already had it. They was Liddy. They, yeah, they, I, I missed oh, they it. Was, you missed oh, it. Was they lit again? It was. They was definitely lit, bro. Kelsey <laughs> Plum had good. the cigars rolling. Okay. They, they, they listen. They 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 ain't new to this now. They they got one yeah. of their belts. So they know how to act now. Yeah, they yeah, know yeah. How to act now. They, so, know yeah. To, they know how to. Uh, they know how to pace themselves. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So what were your so. thoughts on the game? I mean, I loved it, man. You know, this is bringing me back to my purists. I mean, I just feel, feel like it's really reinvigorated my love for the game because I was, I was really big, you know, when I was in school, right. I was a really big college, you know, basketball fan in general. And I definitely followed the women's game heavy, you yeah. know, um, you know, dating back to, you know, Shamiqua Hoseclaw, you know, getting to, and then getting forward to Candace Parker, you know, uh, Maya Moore, I was, really was her heartbroken when she retired. Yeah. So, and then going back, going back into college now with LSU girls and Iowa girls, you yep. know, watching them play um, in the finals, you know, really, you know, kind of, you know, let me know that the game is definitely uh, evolved. It's taking form and it's definitely got eyes on it now, which I love, yeah. you know, because yeah. like you said, it's, it's a very, very good and highly competitive uh, style of basketball. Like you said, you don't get the high fly above the rim stuff, but yet again, you get basketball as a period since. Yeah. Um, yep. And I'm, 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 I'm I definitely, I think it took about two seconds for me to fall in love with Asia Wilson's game. Come she, on, to me, she, to me, is the Giannis Antetokounmpo of the WNBA. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. She gets it done. Yeah. You know, six four. You know, she 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 definitely has a refined game. And we're talking about a two time uh, defensive player of the year, Finals yeah. MVP. You know, MVP of the league. You know, she she's she's you know head and shoulder butter. She to me, she's the best player in the league, bar none. Like you yeah. know, they don't get no better than that. 
her. Yeah. You know, and I think that um, I think my girl uh, Angel Reese can kind of you know take a page out of her book and model her game after her when she gets finally gets into the league. Yeah. So um, yeah. <clears throat> so yeah. And so then also uh, mm -hmm. the young lady that came from South Carolina after Asia. Uh, I can't remember. She was she just got drafted into Aaliyah the NBA. Aaliyah yeah. Boston. Yeah. And think about that. Don Staley had both of them at one time. At one time. And yeah. right. And no wonder they won titles because them two dogs Listen, is amazing. Don Don, Don is the is the new Connecticut. The GOAT. Yeah, she she's the new Gino Ariama because you remember before that launch, it was Tennessee in the two thousands. Yeah. Twenty tens was the Connecticut and now it's, it's South Carolina. So yep. Um, I definitely believe that they are definitely here to stay from a program perspective. They're gonna put a lot of girls in the WNBA for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, and the thing, you know, and she's gonna get a good, really good chance to develop them because with NIL going on right now, that's why Angel Lim hadn't coming out yet because they're making big money in, in in LSU right now with NIL. So they don't need to, say, to come out. L Listen, between South Carolina and LSU. They make a big You're money. talking about some dynasties, boy. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so you want to get to keep these girls most likely for four years? Oh and yeah, get to, get to run it up like that. Yeah, I'm I'm here for it. So with the college game, you know, booming in the in the WNBA, definitely booming. It's definitely a good sign, and they're getting more TV coverage. They're getting more eyes on them, and that's definitely a good thing for all involved. So shout out to the Aces. Shout out to Becky Hammond, especially. We yeah, talk about a lady yeah. that's a two-time WBA champion herself. She's yep. a two-time coaching champion, coach yep. of the year, and she's yep. also one of these first assistant to coach in the in the NBA. Yes. So look just, under Greg, under take, Greg Popovich. Take that, take that resume, man. Take that resume, yeah. man. Yeah. Listen, yeah, just, just go and hoist yeah. over jersey up in every rafter you can at this moment. Yeah. You're getting it done. Yeah. You're getting it and done. We, <laughs> and we may see, and, and I'm so glad you said about NIL for women's basketball, NIL may be something that hinders the WNBA because if you look at what Cheryl and um uh I don't want to butcher her name um number four if you look at what they did the decisions that they made they stayed in school because they making more money off NIL than being in a WNBA you talk about you talk about Flage Flage yeah yeah, Flage, yeah. okay so yeah. you're gonna mm -hmm. you you may see compared to men's basketball you uh -huh. may see young ladies doing three, four years or doing totality mm -hmm. because of what the NIL will do. And you, when you're making more money as a, as a, um, a amateur yeah. than a pro athlete and a rookie, yeah, mm -hmm. we're going to see the development and competitive fire in the LSUs, Connecticut's, mm -hmm. the Iowa's, the South Carolina's having young ladies with high levels right. staying four years. So, I'm 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 excited in the course. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I I don't I don't think it's gonna hurt the WNBA to be honest with you. I think they got enough talent in it right now to fill out what they got going on right now, and then they'll just filter in girls. You know, they're ready to go right now. By the time yep. they get to college, but yep. get out of college, because they'll be four years removed in, into college basketball. So when they become a rookie in the league, they'll hit the ground running, and that'll yeah. you don't got to wait for that that matriculation process because they came out early. You know, okay. trying to make money. So yeah, yeah. I, I definitely think it's a good thing for uh for football in the perspective of college football and basketball. Yep. They going some guys gonna stay longer and girls yep. is in, included. So yep, I, I think that's a good thing. I really believe that you can you the ladies that are pros now will hold it down, and yep. once the once the girls finally decide to make the leap in their BBA, they're gonna be ready. Yep, they're gonna be yep. ready. So yeah, so shout out to them, man. It was definitely a good season, and hopefully, uh, they'll come right back and maybe hit a three P. You never know, because I think the only team that's done that was the Comets back in the day when they first started the NBA. They did yeah. run on four straight. Um, yeah, and of course, my my girl Candace Parker got herself 
uh, another title, although she was yeah. injured for that for that series. Yeah. She got herself another title. So shouts out to her and her uh, Hall of Fame career. Yeah, as well. Yeah. So yeah, definitely a good look, man. Definitely a good look. All right, so let's talk about the NBA now. Let's, let's get into go. the NBA. So uh, the NBA broke uh, bread with us finally for the regular season on Tuesday night. We had two games on the docket, uh, the Lakers and the Nuggets, and we had the Warriors and the Suns. So uh, yeah. so what were your takeaways from those games and in, in, in that particular uh, night of basketball? Uh, I know we talked about it uh, a lot uh, offline, but um, you know, let's give the public that, our, our takes on what happened in each game and what we can uh, look forward to when those particular uh uh, four teams that matched up on Tuesday night. Uh, let's start like this, and we we can keep it straightforward, short and sweet. Denver's going to be dangerous. Golden State's in trouble. Mm. Um, the Lakers are going to have to help LeBron, and Phoenix is looking interesting. Uh, and, and and that's the straightforward of it. Denver didn't look like they lost one step at and all. So. With Denver, I'm telling you, <laughs> you better bring your you better bring your A game with them. Bring your lunch pail. Bring yeah. your lunch pail because yeah. it's gonna be a long day. Even though they lost, uh, I think they lost one or two people. They lost um, Jeff Green and, and, and Bruce Brown. Yeah, who they who they have and who they brought in didn't miss a beat. They yep. still, you know what? They're old school basketball. They're gonna move the ball. They're going to 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 share. Joker's going to facilitate. He's going to give you a triple-double. They have very tall, athletic wings, and they have mm. point guards that know how to get up and down the the the, the court. And so it, you're going to have to depend on injuries or really catching them on an off night, which is, in my thought, I don't see seven games Barring that's injury, that's beating them, right? Because that means you have to beat them for four games. And right mm. now, after that first game, the way they looked, man, that's going to be a struggle. The Lakers, I think, again, they have great role players, but your dogs got to be dogs, right? And AD, and I, and listen, if you've been listening to any pundits, uh, reporters, athletic broadcasters talking about that game, it is it is not acceptable for your dog to not show up. AD going scoreless in the second half is 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 not going to help the Lakers. You need your dogs to be dogs. I really think too strategically, LeBron is going to be limited to thirty minutes, and you're going to get the max out of him for thirty minutes. But barring the role players, you AD got. AD cannot disappear in the second half. The the Golden State, listen, we talked about this. Golden State's in trouble. The new moves that they made uh, is not positioning them favorably in that division with everybody else getting better, everybody Mm -hmm. else getting taller. Mm -hmm. Uh, Adding Chris Paul, even though he could be a great floor general. (laughs) Everybody got taller and they got smaller, but go ahead, though. (laughs) I see what you did there. Yeah. See what you did there, sir. Uh, But Phoenix, to my surprising, is looking interesting. They're making me – they're going to make me pay attention, right? Book is going to book, right? He's going to be the scorer. I think KD is falling into a support role position, and he's cool with that. And then I'm really interested in – 
how Bradley Beal finds his way and can the team it wants to finally get on the court (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. so I'm interested to see how he fits in and is it a hey let's play the role and we all will support each other or does contention happen because okay I'm not scoring 27 I'm not scoring whatever can he accept the 18 to 21 right KD is, I think KD is in a great position. I think he's very comfortable in being, hey, let me know where you need me. I'm going to get you 18 to 22. Uh, and I'm fine with that. I'm really happy that I don't have to score 30 and 35. Right. Let a Brooke night. do that. A night. Yeah. Let uh-huh. Brooke do that. And I'll just support. Uh, but yeah, they're interested. And so that's my takeaways, man. I'm really, I'm really high on Denver. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, I'm really saddened not sad i really think golden state is drifting backwards and even with draymond coming i just don't think they have what it takes to be at that level and so uh fifth sixth best right now is what i'm looking at golden state but what's your take on this, these, these two games that happened in the four teams yeah, bit of a bit of a hot take for the Warriors, but I mean, it, it might not be far fetched when I did. We only saw one game, but I I definitely think that they got problems. You know, to yeah. start with the Warriors, if you want, we want to start there for me. I definitely and I said this. I told you, you know, last week, few weeks, and we won't be uh, you know, after they got Chris Paul and they didn't necessarily uh, you know, make another move to uh, move on from him per se because I didn't think there was a permanent move. I thought it was a kind of a stopgap type right. of thing, but they kept him. Um, and they're trying to make it work, but I I told you just from a personality and 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 uh and just just right. a just a person to person you know issue. I don't think it was going to work. And then again, you know, going to the idea of um, them not having you know enough depth on this team from the bench perspective to you know carry things in certain perspectives um, for long stretches against quality teams like the Suns, and they were minus Bradley Bill, and he still struggled with them. So. You know, I think that they, you know, are definitely falling back in, um, you know, this whole idea of uh, this might be Clay's last year with the Warriors as well as is looming. Uh, with Draymond resigns, so Steph's going to be there. Draymond's going to be there, but I mean, it's going to be right. hard pressed for them to resign because it seems like they're far away in negotiations when it comes down to uh, what Clay's decision may or not look like. So if he is free agency. I'm sure people will pay top dollar for a shooter of his caliber. Um, so. We'll see. I mean, it's it's going to be a it's going to be a, a different, interesting season for them. I do think they they have enough um, quality coaching, enough quality players to you know be in the playoff contention. But I don't think they'll be a top seed. To your point, mm, um, right. you know, it just be interesting to see. I mean, again, you have the kid give it time to kind of mesh because again, they've just their first time playing real live action together for four quarters, and how they want to mesh the rotations and who can uh, you know improve themselves. You know, because Wiggins, I think Wiggins had a pretty bad game. Um, right. You know, Clay, Clay was shooting bad early. Um, yep. I think, you know, so in Chris Paul did pretty decent with running the second unit. Maybe that's going to be their staple, you know, kind of play a few minutes early with the starters and then go to the bench and then come back in with the second unit to kind of run the right. show there from a point guard perspective. But, you know, I don't think they have the what, what it takes to, to kind of, uh, you know, threaten anybody in the top echelon of the West, in my opinion. So, I, you know, I just don't I just don't see I, I kind of see a, a, a you know a Memphis like uh, arc for them um, in the like what Memphis was maybe two years ago, um, you know where they were you know very talented but they had uh, a ceiling and you knew that the people that were at the top tier they couldn't beat them in seven games and I think is where right. Golden State is going to land for me 
Um, for the Suns, I'm I'm still waiting. Um, well, I say I want to see Bradley Bill with this group, and um, I think they have the ability to feed off each other offensively. I don't think that's gonna be the problem, you know, because if Booker's not hitting one night, KD can pick up the slack. If he's not hitting, Bradley Bill can pick up the slack if they're forward tilt. Um, you know, what's gonna be interesting with their what their role players do. I think that um, adding uh, uh, Nurkic is is a is a, a a additive. It was a good additive because he's not uh for you know demanding touches and wanting to score. You know, right. He's quite he's quite fine pulling the Dennis Rodman, give you two to four points, you know, ten to twelve boards, and and just do all the dirty work defensively and and and, and clog the paint. Right. So you know that would work for them from a starting perspective. It's just when they go to that bench, when they face your Denver's, your Lakers, your your Clippers, um, you know, in Memphis in certain spaces, maybe um, Sacramento for sure. When they when they play them and they got to go to their bench and they got to play, uh, uh, you know, a pretty you know in depth team, it's good. It's going to show exactly whether or not they can stand the test of time right. um, in regards to whether or not they can uh, be formidable uh, come playoff time. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm yeah. just waiting for that. I mean, again, that's only been one game for them, um, but they did, you know, they did show signs of being a good offensive team. It's just a question of, you know, where, where they're going to cut their teeth at defensively because Frank Vogel is the coach and he's been known to be a more of a defensive head coach. So, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what they right. do, um, uh, go, you know, in large space and how they do because um, they do play the Lakers tonight, ironically, and uh, Bradley Bill and Booker are going to be out. Only person playing is KD. So that's going to be an interesting matchup uh, coming here up right. in probably about an hour. So we'll see, you know, long term how it does when they full tilt. Um, that'll kind of give us a better uh, understanding of what the team may or may not be. But I do got questions about what their bench is going to be because it's just a bunch of guys to me at this point. So, right. Um, you know, speaking of, of the Nuggets, you know, they definitely didn't lose a beat. Uh, that, you know, again, um, the only thing they probably have to truly have to worry about, you know, because I think I agree with all your points, is that I think that they honestly, uh, only thing they got to worry about true is that they now have a target on their back. Um, and I know this, you know, for being, you know, a long, a lifelong Laker fan, how it is when you're coming off a championship, right? You're you're going to get everybody's best punch every night, and that can wear you down, mm-hmm. whether you realize it or not. That can wear you down because there's never going to be a night off where people are not going to give you their best. True. You know, True. so, you know, it might be sometimes people mail in against teams they think they can beat, but you, because you are the man and they want to see how they match up against you and whether or not they can beat you um, right. in, in large space. If you have a rough night or off night, they, these people are going, to, are going to put the pressure on you time in and time out. So every single night for 82 games, you're going to get people's best. Even yep. teams you think you can mail it in on, like, you know, Orlando or San Antonio, where you just know you outmatch them, they're going to give you the best punch. Yeah, they're gonna give you yep. the best one. So can can that can that wear on you and wear you down and, and, and fatigue you to the point where you might uh drop some games here or there? That's only going to be the question. But if they keep focused and they play like they played uh on opening night uh consistently, then yeah, they're gonna be rough to beat. <laughs> they True. really are. True. They're gonna be rough to beat. I mean, just gonna be honest with you. I mean, they like like to your point, they they never lost a step. They look like the same team that they drove out there in the finals. Yeah, it really it is. It, it's, it's very hard to deal with because you have to deal with uh, a, a dominant point guard, Jamal Murray, and then you got a dominant point center in Jokic. True, you know, so True. it's very difficult to deal with when you have people that can facilitate like them two can, and on top of that, give you 25. Yes, <laughs> you know, um, because Jamal can give you 25 and 10 from assist perspective, and then Jokic can give you 25, 10, and 10. <laughs> so, when you if you can't combat that, or you know, it's gonna be a long day for you. It's gonna yep. be a long day for you. And then to your point, those three and D wing guys, Aaron Gordon and KCP and Michael Porter Jr., yeah, they comp- they they put that team together just the right way. <laughs> I'm, I'm here to tell you, just the yes. right way. And they are definitely gonna be hard 
to match up against, you know, so teams that don't have the depth in the personnel. And I, I thought the Lakers did, but again, I think it's a more of a, to pivot towards them, it's more of a time thing with them. I really believe that it's going to take some time to kind of mesh everybody together because we do have a bunch of different pieces. we got a core together, but right. we still got a bunch of different pieces. Gabe Vincent, Tony Prince, you know, uh, Christian Wood, you know, Jackson yep. Hayes, all those guys. So we got to mesh those guys in and try to see exactly where people fit in at, um, you know, from a rotation perspective and the defensive perspective. Jared Vanderbilt hadn't played yet. He's hurt. So we got to get him back in. He was our best defender. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's going to take some time. I do believe that we match up well against them. We just we just got to compare what they like to do. And, yeah. and to your biggest point, AD's got to be better. He's got um, to, man. And I've been saying it. I've been saying it, you know, and I had high hopes for him because, you know, the word was he, he's in the best shape of his life. You know, he was not in. I hate that more. statement. I, know. I hate that statement. I know. <laughs> he, he had committed himself to the gym, you know, which just hadn't been his thing. Right. Stuff to working out. He was strong as he's ever been. He had the best offseason, the best shape he's ever been. And, you know, he came in later. Like you said, he laid a goose egg in the second, in the second half. You can't do that. After scoring 17, after scoring 17 in the first half. He gave Jokic the business in the first half, but you got to keep the pressure on him. And we've seen that last year in the playoffs. It's almost like he can't sustain the 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 same competitive fire and fight that Joker. Because Joker is going, I almost called me, thank you. Thank you, Heavenly (laughs) Father, for uh, filter. (laughs) Joker is consistent first, second, Third, mm. fourth, yeah, right. He's the he's the best non-jumping scorer in the NBA. <laughs> that is a fact. He gives you, fact. he gonna he gonna work you with his drop step, his outside shooting, and he's not jumping at all. But I tell you what, he get a shot that, off. That man gonna, he gonna he gonna he gonna he gonna make you understand that he ain't got to jump, but he lethal. Right. Yeah, I agree. So again, he's harder, harder to defend because, like I said, he don't get off the ground too high, but no. he, he's effective. No, you know, well, he's definitely effective, and it's hard to combat. Like as you see, when they get AD guard him, um, you know, primarily, you know, he pretty much got what he wanted, and so did AD in the first half. But again, yeah. you can't keep that up, and you can't keep the pressure on him. Make him work on defense. Guess yeah. what? It's gonna be a long day. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be a long day. I, so that, listen, that's where they got to correct things. I just love the fact that he has a vertical. Uh, he can barely jump over. Tissue, tissue paper on the ground, mm-hmm. but he still is lethal. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's the, I think Charles Barkley and Shaq pointed it out. He said that he can wait to play a long time that way because he's not a, he's playing above the rim. You know, he's playing below the rim. So if you ain't got if you ain't got to worry about jumping high and putting that wearing tail on your legs, guess what? He's gonna be dominated by doing that particular part of his game for a long time to come. His game <laughs> is sustainable. It is. It very much so is. And he's in his 20s still. So yeah, what you gonna do? What you gonna do? So yeah, we'll yeah. see. We'll see how things go. Um, but yeah, but that was my takeaways from her things. And, you know, I hope the Lakers can, you know, kind of ride the ship and get a win tonight against the Suns when they're, you know, shorthanded. So um, yep. you know, we'll we'll see about that. But overall, man, it was a good opening night. You know, I think we, you know, we learned some things, but I think we also gotta uh uh you know get a, a larger sample size to see if these people are gonna stay true to their identity. Yes. Yep. Okay. All right, so moving on to uh uh, the opening week itself. Let's talk yeah. about the opening week. Um, yeah. So we've got a, a bunch of games this week. It's a game going on right now, as a matter of fact. Some games have mm-hmm. happened already. We talked about the Phoenix game. We talked about the Lakers game on Tuesday. Um, yeah. The the Boston Knicks game was was a highly competitive one. Um, what do you think about Boston uh, is coming out party against the Knicks on uh, Wednesday night? Uh, I, I'm, I'm scared to say that the Knicks ended up being the Knicks. But it's almost 
it's it's almost true, right? When you see at the end of the game, you're getting close to the end of the game. You have a six-point lead. You've been pretty much dominating the whole game, and you lay a goose egg. I'm going to start calling when people do that to AD. You AD'd it. Come on, man. Come on, man. Not on my show. <laughs> do that on somebody else. I can't. I can't. I can't. I, can. I got to put my foot down. We're going to stop this shit. We, you ain't going to do gonna this keep on my show. He's going to keep it disrespecting my mom like that. that we, that's what we're not going to do. AD yeah. disrespect himself. He did, but he ain't going to listen. We're not going to double down on it. We're not dogpiling on AD, okay? We're not doing that here. On the Lockdown yeah. Demons Podcast Network, we're not dogpiling on AD. That's a, that's a, that's a rule. <laughs> that's a rule, okay? But, yeah, when seeing that – um. You know, I hope this again. These are the first week of real games, right? Yeah. Not preseason. Right. I'm hoping this is not telling of how the season's going to go for New York because, to me, for New York fans, I just feel like this is going to rip their heart out because they've gone through being so close mm. and just things not working right. Right. And I will say this about the New York Knicks. Julius Randle, you've been talking about him a lot. Is not the person that is your go-to player. And well, let, me, keep, let me ask you this: because yes. they're talking about getting Embiid now. If they get Embiid and trade Randle to Philly, then what? Smartest move they could ever make. Okay, okay. I just want to throw that out there. We'll go ahead with now. with Brogdon uh-huh. and Embiid. You are looking at what Brogdon? Embiid want. Well, about, um, Brunson, 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 Brunson. With yeah. Embiid and Brunson, you're looking at what he would have hoped by keeping Jimmy Butler. Good if point. him and Jimmy Butler would have stayed together. Good point. Brunson is to me. You talking about a two man game? Oh, he's ball that, that marries well <laughs> with each other. Brunson and Embiid, if they get together and get in that big market. That New York market, you're talking about box office left and right, 100%, mm-hmm. right? But uh, with Randall right now, I know, same thing. He's in great shape. He he looks like he's one of those players that looks like he, whatever he's done, revert back to what you used to be because mm-hmm. he looks thin. He looks w- with less weight, and I don't think that works well with him. But Boston just stayed consistent. Right. They 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 stayed as a team and they ended up, you know, winning that game. So that Boston, New York game uh, to me, Boston, uh, Boston won it. But New York handed it right to them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would say that um, Boston is looks is intriguing team. Um, Drew Holiday pretty much locked down everybody who was defending that Come night. On, man. Come on. Um, Jason great Tatum was, was great. Jason yep. Tatum was great. I'm not sure about Jalen Brown where he was in this particular aspect of it, but Porzingis played masterful. I think um, Porzingis hit 30, right? He did. He did in his opening night. So um, I think again, I say I think they're really good. I think them, them and the Suns make give me the same argument. I really believe that on paper their starters are good. Yes. The starters are good. Um yes. if Porzingis can stay healthy and he can give you that type of production, they're gonna be dominant um in the Eastern Conference. But it's just a question of what their bench is gonna look like. Again, yes. you play d- deep teams. That you know, there's going to be it's going to be question marks of whether or not you can sustain stuff when you got to go to your bench because to me, there's they just don't have any bench score, they don't have anybody or any noteworthiness on your bench. You just yeah. don't, yeah. So, um, you want to have to kind of hedge your bet. Um, and I'm not sure if you want to, you know, kind of uh, you know, do something similar with like you're doing with Chris Paul, kind of maybe take Jalen Brown out early in the, in the in the first quarter and let mm-hmm. him play with the second unit some so he kind of he kind of get his shot off. 
Um, but you know, just to kind of keep him in rhythm. But you know, overall, I mean, offensively, they look they look they look tough. Like I think them, yeah. you know, them and the Bucks, you know, ironically, they're they're playing right now, losing to the 76ers. Yeah. But they are uh they're definitely, you know, formidable, you know, on, on the front end, you know, yes. Paul. Yes. But they would uh-huh. uh but they definitely, you know, have issues when they go to their bench. That's gonna be the you know, the the telling factor. Can they can they sustain things when they go to their bench and not completely fall off? Because that plus minus is 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 a, is a mother when you have uh you know such a high drop off when you lo- you lose your starters. Yes. So can that you know can that be something that they can overcome, you know, mm-hmm. in a sense? So maybe they can make a move here there to kind of um tweak and get a guy or two, you know, maybe you know, uh, somebody that can maybe get unhappy real fast with his team and he wants out and they can get him for cheap, something like that. They can, somebody they can add, they can uh, add that firepower to the bench. But yeah, as of right now, I'm, I've got questions about them when their starters aren't, you know, doing what they did on uh, Tuesday, on Wednesday night. Right. That's my only thing. Right. Um. So uh, how do you feel about when Bayana's debut uh, in, against, the, against the Mavs? They end up losing, ironically, but they were leading most of the game. Uh, I think it's just he's in an adjustment phase. We have to remember he's still 19. Oh, yeah. right? and he, oh, he's yeah. playing grown man basketball. And I know that people are looking and listening to people that know basketball at a very high level mm. and hearing them break down his game is very promising. And, you know, uh, I think Jay will said in three years, we're going to be talking about him as the face of the NBA. Word. Uh, you know, when you look at, We've never seen someone that tall with this type of skill set, right? True. Outside, inside. And so when I say he's 19, I'm referencing the fact that he's learning the game. He got in foul trouble early. And mm-hmm. I think that just comes along with playing NBA basketball mm-hmm. more, getting the yeah, reps they, in. Gotta get acclimated. Right? Yeah. Gotta get acclimated. And 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 the changing of how the game is called. Mm-hmm. But overall, looking at it, I mean uh Dallas won but I can tell you and I'll go on record in 2 to 3 years San Antonio is going to be a problem with that young man I, especially I, I, I don't I don't argue that I don't especially argue that when all. he learns how to play with his back to the rim mm-hmm. and being forced to turn around and face the defender when he learns with his height with his wingspan how to get in position with his back towards the basket you're talking about a player that may be literally unstoppable because there's there's not people that's going to block his shot when he face up. That's you're, the fact. You're yeah. not blocking his shot when he no. face up. So you're going to have to hope that he puts it uh puts the ball on the court mm-hmm. and steal from there because when right. he faces up and he gets his jump shot, you're not that's when we talk about an unblockable shot that when might be one of Kareem in the uh, sky hook. Yeah. We may be seeing the second unblockable shot, mm-hmm. and and he can shoot outside. He can shoot mid range. He's deadly from the you know he his first shot was a three that yep. he made in the NBA, and he has the ability to facilitate. I mean, you're talking about a player that stands up and raises his hand and touches the rim without jumping, without jumping, without yeah. jumping. Yep. So I think I think it's promising. I think San Antonio is the right place for him because you're talking oh, about I totally a coach agree. that's a world-class coach mm-hmm. that knows how to push the right buttons mentally and is a teacher of the sport. So I'm interested to see 
uh, in these next couple of years when he he matures, his game develops more, and especially under the coaching of Greg Popovich. So uh, that game was very well. You know, I, I don't know what to say about Dallas yet. It's still too early to tell. I know you've been a this is this the Dallas uh, duo is is not something that's sustainable and will work. No. Even though they got the win, uh, you know they got the win yesterday. Mm. Uh, I'm interested because to me, they don't have other key pieces that, as we would say in football, allows their game to travel. It's really dependent mm. on Kyrie and Luca, and right. if they're off, the ever, team's off. The yeah. teams, the teams off. I, right, I don't agree. And I said this last year. They suffer from standby itis. Where mm-hmm. you pass it to them, you stand by and watch, and you just and let them hope do for the what best. They do and hope, hope for the, the best. best. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I give you an interesting stat line. Did you know Victor Wembanyama's stat line last night was the exact same stat line Tim Duncan in his first game of, of a pro career? I saw that. Yeah, that's crazy, right? That if is that, crazy. If his if his career is arc anything like Tim's, is arc on Tim's? That's a, that's a great career to have. It is. It is arguably one of the best power forward, even not the best power forward in the entire NBA. So yes, yes. yeah. Yeah, if I if I if I have a career arc like that, then yeah, sign me up for that. Yeah, I'll sign yeah. that. I'll sign up for that two times over. Absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, I, I definitely, um, you know, uh, interested to see what the Celtics and the uh, and the you know Spurs do per se going forward. Um, yeah, I I'm watching this next thing because you really pointed out this Randall thing to me. I'm really concerned about that being a hindrance. Um, you know, when uh, of course Mike Dub gets done coaching, man, maybe we get him on the show. Uh, yeah. here soon and he can discuss it more so maybe um uh he can kind of give us some more insight of what Randall does or does not do for them and does not do they need to move on from him or not yeah um but yeah I'm interested to see what this trade is like because I mean this James Harden thing is looming hanging in the balance and that's a mess um yep. and then they, then it's been made public with the Knicks offer they offer the kitchen sink and some then then some for Embiid yeah um so if he requests a trade a formally requests a trade and he wants out if they just cash in and just get all they can for him um It'd be interesting to see how he, he fits in New York because they're gonna give up a lot. They're gonna give up yeah. a lot. They they yeah. gonna, I think the only thing they're gonna retain that's uh that's you know household names is Brunson, RJ, and they'll have MB. Um yeah. so you know what can it that'll be interesting to see if they pull that off. But yeah, yeah, I, but that's gonna definitely put the seven sisters into a quick rebuild. And poor Nick Nurse. I'm sure he didn't <laughs> sign up for that when he got took the job, right? No, they decided no. for a quick rebuild, but no. Yeah, it's gonna be it's it's gonna be bad time bad times in Philly, but good times in New York for sure. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. And, and um, I really think I I will say uh, I love how uh, Philadelphia is being extremely petty with James Harden. They're oh, they're they're yeah. they're um they're giving him a taste of his own medicine right yes. now. Like, oh no rush. Yeah, uh, you can just stay yeah, away. You good? Stay cool. Go ahead. Yeah. Stay, go ahead. Stay work out of the facility. We're good. Yeah, We're good. Yeah. yeah. Work your work your way, your back, way back into shape. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. And I really I really think. That's going to push Embiid. I think that is going to be his. We're not doing this. And if y'all bring him, I like to say this. If I was him, if I'm gonna speak for Embiid right now, I gotta feel. This, I know what you're gonna say. This <laughs> city ain't big enough for the both of us. Right. You bring him back, I'm out. <laughs> I do it. I do. That's what you're gonna say. I do it. You bring him back, I'm out. Trade me to New York. I'm out. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do this publicly, but I'm gonna say this. Uh, I don't expect to be here next week. <laughs> Straight like that. Yeah, yeah. That's Straight one like of the behind the scenes. Like, yeah. hey, I'm gonna be a professional. Right. I'm not gonna say anything or, or, or do some real s- subtle and petty. Be like, look here. Um, I'm about to uh, look for real estate in New York. 
yeah. I, I guess it's yeah. a nice house out in Jersey. So I'm yeah. going to start looking. Yeah. So you make I'm, that happen. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to close on a house in two uh. weeks in New York. Um, and I expect to be moving out of Philadelphia before sure, my house closes. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. That yeah. one. Y'all take that. Y'all take that for what y'all 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 want. Take it for what it's worth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Take it for yeah, what it's worth. Yeah. Okay. If it's any indication, how you feel about being in Philadelphia, MB? Yep. <laughs> 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 yep. We heard James Harden is coming back, MB. Uh, how you feel about having him as a teammate? I feel like this is going to be a very important season. I've been dedicating myself to getting healthier, and I look forward to having a great basketball career. I We got it. But how you feel about having Harden as a teammate? I feel like basketball is progressing great for me. <laughs> Give the Jalen Hurst treatment. Don't, add, don't, yeah. don't ask no direct questions. Nothing. I understand. Nothing. I understand. I understand. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this question before we move yep. on to tonight's games and how we look at the outlook for the, for the week. So mm -hmm. how do you feel about your man Zion's performance last night? Hey, listen, it's trending. Same thing. It's trending positive. Yeah. All systems right now, all systems, you can't say anything. He's he physically. Can I, can I steal a little bit of a Zion's game and put it in Anthony Davis? Like, can I steal that little oh. bit? Like, 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 can I, the dog he got when he's on the court, can I put yeah. a little bit of that, let, let Chihuahua, puppy, whatever he got, can I put a little bit of that in, in the AD? Because if, if I, after Zion gave, AD gave, I'll be in La La Land right now. If I you be. did that, AD would truly fulfill what people see when they say, when healthy, right. he's one of the top five, not only big men, but top five, players. Two-way play, two two, playing big man. Yeah. If he had that type of dog that we're seeing out of Zion, and I really think this is going to be Zion's pivot. If he stays true to form, mm -hmm. I really think this moment that he went through last year has – changed him i sure hope so because i think he hit the wall of yo this thing ain't promised to me and if i want any other contracts yo i gotta get this together and i i think you know listen let i'm, I'm gonna say this in two minutes I, I, you know every now and then i, I gotta feel i know where this is going for good though every every now and then you run into a moment and him having uh if anybody knows and, and looked at the pictures of his um child's mother and the young lady he's in a relationship with i think she strategically behind the scenes gave him a wake-up call and and looked at him or or just blank. fatherhood fatherhood could have woke you up now that does some that does it for some people hey, listen, like you becoming a father becoming a father or respected father wakes you up and matures you real fast in certain people's cases real so quick that might have been it that might have been you might be on to something i, I so like them that. two things happening because one thing if you've noticed Mm -hmm. Since that moment, you haven't seen Zion always, always in been the clean news. Cut. Yeah, you haven't well, seen. Well, he's been in the news, but not on his own volition. Right, right. And any, <laughs> right. and and the thing is, I think he really, and like you said, those two things combined, mm -hmm. he's clearly somehow, some way. I don't know if he has a personal shelf. His nutrition has changed. Yes. His body has changed. Yeah, he looks he's great. He's playing basketball at a different level. And listen, mm -hmm. if you've heard anyone, uh that is a former athlete say you can't in today's time athletes are not built like the way they were with lawrence taylor days michael Irvin days where you could run the street right and be at an elite all-star level at the same time uh, no, you, they those, ain't built like that no more those, they ain't built like that no more i'm no. talking about 
Listen, like Michael coming, Jordan can can play eighteen holes of golf, you know, drink, drink, drink smoke cigars, and still drop forty. Nah, still, yeah, no, nah, they ain't built like that nowadays. Nah, Nor uh, are you able to do that without a camera in your face right that's now. That's a fact. That's a fact. But I think everything that we're seeing right now with Zion is what we expected the first couple years. Mm -hmm. And again, you're talking about athleticism, right? Zion is someone who has to maintain his weight because all that athletic ability, quick twitch at that uh, size, weight and size, constantly jumping up and down, Mm -hmm. you cannot, you have to protect your knees and and keep yourself in a healthy body um, uh, weight arc because if you are too heavy and we've seen how it's hampered him and listen he's good for the nba right now okay okay yeah like i said i like what i saw in the first game i just hope he can sustain it you know because i think to your point i think you don't want to be known more so for x videos and 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 and, you know uh with the red tube you don't want to be known more so for that than playing basketball right listen as a man you can't have your own porn hub channel Page or you, or you, or you can't have your own category. <laughs> not that we know anything about that. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Not at all. I had some. I had some other people tell me, you know, about. Hey, you know, I went and looked up Zion. You can't have your own category. No, no, you can't. No, you <laughs> but cannot. we wouldn't know anything about that. Oh, we wouldn't know about that. Right. We watch PBS. <laughs> Read books. Read books. That smell like oak bound leather. <laughs> And raised and raised uh raised lettering is 16 inch times new Roman font. Okay, fool with you. Okay, fool with you. <laughs> we know yeah. nothing about incognito windows and all that now. We know nothing about that. No, never. No, no, never. no, 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 about that. No. Anyway, you know, we just googled it and it just popped up. We, you know, we no, know, we we know nothing we, about we, private mode. Exactly. <laughs> no, 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 no clue. No, I know no about clue. a bike tube. What is this red tube? Right. What is that? What is that? What is that? What is that? Oh man, you know nothing about those kind of things. <laughs> no such thing. No, we know no such thing. No, not at but, all. Um, not but at yeah, all. so I, I hope he does sustain it. Um, you know, looking ahead, um, this this Bucks and Philly game is interesting. They, the Bucks have turned it around now. They're man, up did six. they? Did they're they? up six now with three minutes left. So that's interesting. Um, yeah, I, I'm wondering how this uh, this combination is going to work out. I mean, because I mean, you're looking at a James Hardenless Sexy team, and they're kind of. They're on a 16 to 2 run at this moment, but they they definitely are going to earn this victory if they do get it. Yeah. Um, but Dames had a Dame, Dames had a great game. This pick and roll that they're running is killing the 76ers, I'll tell you that. Yep. With, with Giannis and Dame. It's, 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 it's rough, it's rough to guard. And Dame just scored right. in again and hit and one. Listen, so yeah. That two-man game, if this is sustainable, yeah. it's gonna be dangerous. It's gonna be dangerous. So yeah, like I said, that's my pick for the top 10. Um, you know, like I said, they just gotta keep it together and and hope that um, you know, everybody stays healthy. But yep. Short of that, they're gonna be a tough out as well. Yeah. Um, and I like not only the fact that I like they what they do up on their front end uh, of the starting five, but I definitely like their bench as well because I think they got yeah. a lot of uh, key role players that can contribute as well. Unlike other True. teams, I've been knocking for that. Um, so looking for that. Um, you know, looking ahead, um, the Kings look good week the, the first night. They did. Um, so we talk about the Pelicans and the Suns as well. So um, 
The Heat, though, man, the Heat look they they did not look good uh last night. Um with, with I'm emo hoping, with emo Jimmy Butler. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't I don't know what's going on there, but Looking I'm like Jermaine Stewart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know what's going on there, but hopefully they can get to get it together because they got the uh Celtics tomorrow night. Yeah. Oh, that's gonna be an interesting game in Boston. So yeah, yeah. we're gonna see how that that's a that's a rematch, right? Of the, of the, yep. uh, the finals, conference yep. finals. Yeah, so we'll see how that checks out. But um, but yeah, overall, man, I mean it's a good state of game, good week of games coming up here, and um hopefully we can get um you know an idea of what uh guys are gonna look like um with their new uh new outfits, new lineups, new places they playing. So yeah, it should be interesting uh, uh uh week and um and looking ahead toward the full month of it, what do you expect? You know, real quick, what do you expect for the first month of uh in the NBA? What what are we looking for? Um man. out of out of the uh out of the league as a whole. Uh, I think this is going to be one of the better years of basketball being kicked off uh, because you have – here's what I like about the NBA right now. Mm-hmm. They have a player that can draw in younger fans right now um, because you have a 19-year-old. So his peer group, not only him but Scoot, right? You have two mm-hmm. players that are – 19 that can draw in that younger crowd to get them invigorated. And especially if they're branding, if the NBA gets behind branding them, you can now, Mm -hmm. you can now bring in a younger wave of fans that have someone in that's close to them. That's still a team that can attract them and get the buzz going and create signature sayings and looks and things like that but -hmm. you also have a a nice group uh for those traditional uh basketball uh, watchers and supporters like Mm. us and then you have the elder statesmen right you have the the Giannis's the LeBron's that's uh, crazy to say Giannis the elder statement at 28 years old but go ahead though but he's (laughs) been in the league for almost 10 10 plus years right at 28 You don't think about it, but then you look at you like, yo, he came in at such a young age, but he's Dame a, just he's a, a vet now. Yeah, yeah, the, the yeah. Six pulled it within two, and Dame is in a big three. Yeah, put him up yeah. five. But go ahead though. That's what's crazy. But yeah, I think I, I really think, and then you have players like Zion that are right in the middle. Yeah. Right, they're vets, but they're still young in NBA sense. So yeah. you have them, you have the type, the Maxi, you have the Ubre, you have the OKC, you have Houston. You have a lot of great narratives that can play out right now. You have parody in the mm-hmm. NBA. Now, the dominant teams are still, they, they didn't do anything to lose their dominance. Agreed. When you look at Denver, you look at uh, Milwaukee, you look at Boston, Right. The only team that I would say that was dominant that seems to have taken a step back is Golden State. But outside of that, man, I'm look, I got some games circled and I got some games that I'm now definitely going to watch because it just seems like it's the feeling is that this the the league right now is on an upswing uh, with a lot of players that are in there and it's going to be competitive and it's going to now with Dane moving. The the James Harden, what's going to happen? But Philadelphia looking good without him. I mean, mm-hmm. even looking at the scoring sheet, you got Ubre at twenty seven, Maxi at thirty one, Embiid at twenty four, Harris at twenty, and I'm really excited about seeing Maxi. Does he take that step forward to he, be? I, what, I'm waiting for that. 
I'm yeah, waiting for that. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he's had to play second fiddle when James Harden was there, but right. we've seen him in, in in spurts, right? When Harden was out, look like what he's doing now. So what happens if he's in a full time starting role? I think he's actually better for Philadelphia. Of course, uh and just from an emotional place than Harden. But man, I'm excited for this season again to follow up Las Vegas Aces and now what we're seeing already in week one of games mm-hmm. i'm excited for the next 30 days or next 20 27 days of basketball and seeing the team start to separate themselves and who's going to be the top tier right. and who's going to be middle and i will say this and this is my last take uh i think we've seen the best of atlanta yeah i think i think that i think that's trending in a different direction yeah. I, I agree with that yeah. i do i definitely yeah. do i mean i you still got that dominant backcourt with trey and Jante, but I just don't think that that particular dynamic is kind of like it's kind of like a different version of what Dallas has. Like they yes. just got two dominant guards, yep. and it just that's all they got. That's it. That's all they got. They don't get much that's else it. from anybody else, and that's the problem. Yep. Um. But yeah, I, I definitely agree with you. Uh. You know, on you know, it's gonna be a really good uh a set of a slate of basketball. Now, of course, I got my game circled as well. Um. Which is gonna be you know telling for me too as well as um you know how um the you know the middle of the pack teams quote unquote kind of uh you know. Uh, start off the first 10 games or so, how yeah. how, how that's going to look. Um, yeah. I, I thought Portland was going to do it, give me a better showing last night than they did. It was kind of rough for them. Um, but they're, still, they're young, still trying to figure it out. Um, yeah. You know, this how competitive this Milwaukee 76 game is without um, without James Harden is, is telling to me. Um, and I'll give you a quick tidbit about uh, Tyrese Maxey. Okay. He was uh, my, one of the only people that was eligible for a long-term max extension that didn't get one. Mm. So what did that say, you know, to him? And is that a signal to him that he needs to take a step and give them, you know, a little bit more so they can, you know, give him that max deal or they plan on dealing them? What, you know, what's the what's the storyline there? Right. You know, right. so, um, you know, because a lot of people got paid. Desmond Bain and a few others got paid um, on their max deals because, you know, based on the teams they got drafted by, they got yeah. their max money. And he didn't, mm-hmm. you know, and he's okay. been a key cog to that team since he's been there. True. So, so that's definitely you know I think there is something in the works. I I really believe in my gut that it's something that works in a team. I just don't know what it is. Is mm. it moving on from James Harden? Is it moving in B? Is it trading Maxi? We don't know. But yeah. I think something something is, is 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 a dog whistle there by saying that they didn't extend Maxi, um, because he's definitely a valuable player for them. I'm gonna tell you now they better they better they better not let him go. Oh no no they, that, they, that's not what they're gonna do. They're gonna they're gonna yeah. they're gonna sign and trade him. They're gonna do something. They're not gonna let him walk for nothing. That that'll be yeah. foolhardy. Yeah, that'd be full yeah. water. You playing these 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 pity pack games with James Harden? What you don't do is let a young guy, an ascending guy like Maxi, walk out the door for nothing. That's what True. you don't do. True. That's what you don't do. But yeah, I'm excited as well. Like I said, I just want to see uh, what these top you know three or four teams do in the uh, in the um, in the East. I think Indiana might be on the rise. They just extended Rick Carlisle, so they believe in him as, they, as being their coach going forward. Um, right. They had a good outing last night, um, seeing that what is going to happen there, and then you know who's going to round out to be. Um, you know, three, four, or five in the West. That's going to be another storyline for me to see who's going to be that guy. Right. You know, from that perspective. So I'm looking to oh, see man. that, how that shakes out. What a out. game. What a game. One point victory for Milwaukee. Yeah, because he just did it. Yep, because he did three at the end. Yep, that's yep. exactly what happened. Yep. 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 So it was a tough Great. game. Tough yep. game. Tough game. So, yeah. We'll see how things shake out. But, um, but yeah, well, that's, it's go, that's going to uh, be it for the NBA segment. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll get right into – uh, the NFL because we got a couple of things we want to talk about there as well. Um, a wild week seven, get into week eight, and now we're gonna talk about if anybody's on fraud alert. Uh uh-huh. Let's talk get, about it. We gonna get into that real quick. So we'll take <laughs> a quick break. Be back in a minute thirty. 
All right, we are back with an NFL segment. Uh, that's our ad for the 30-minute lockdown airing each and every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. A little bit of truncated schedule this week. Uh, we had different uh, things going on. We had to move the shows around a little bit. So we'll be back on a normal schedule with that next week as well. As always, uh, uh, Lightning Fast Fantasy Podcast as well on Thursday. Uh, what? What happened? Nothing. I just – I was looking at the Bucks game and Tampa Bay – I mean, Tampa Bay and, and Buffalo, and I just saw – fantasy player that i didn't pick up oh well okay okay yeah. okay all right. <laughs> i just want to make sure you are right over there you have the yeah. condition but yeah like yeah. i said if like the fast fantasy podcast airing each and every uh, wednesday at 9 30 check that out we're looking for fantasy advice uh yol yol's podcast on uh 7 30 on wednesdays as well and of course our show at nine o'clock eastern time each and every tuesday so get into the nfl man uh as you know we you talk about the game and what's going on with the bills uh tampa bay game um, what's the score of that game since you since you're monitoring it? 24-10, favor of Buffalo. Okay. Okay. So who are you missing out on? Gabe Davis? I don't know. Let's, let's let's move on. I don't <laughs> think too soon. Too oh, soon. My bad. Too my soon. bad. My bad. <laughs> my bad. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So uh so <laughs> let's get into the NFL. Let's talk about the NFL. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna talk about what we what we learned in week seven. It was a, definitely another wild week seven. We're in a we're in a wild two weeks of football period. Like it's yes. it's yes. been crazy. It's been crazy out there. Um, that uh, we'll talk about. Uh, are we ready to ring the fraud alert uh, uh, button for some teams and talk mm-hmm. about the biggest matches for week eight, and then we'll get into our games of the week, which we're not doing well on. I'm just gonna put it preface that by saying we're not doing pretty that not doing really well when it comes to these picks here lately. But no. that that lends to the idea of the wild wildness of the league, not necessarily our knowledge and prowess of picking games yes. we just say yes. it that way the spray yes. is kicking our ass like we just say it that way though the spray whooping is, our ass spray <laughs> is kicking our ass but you know yeah. we 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 gonna keep pushing we're gonna keep we're gonna keep pushing it's a lot it's a marathon not a sprint yes marathon yes. not a sprint but talking about week seven so in the wildness of the of the of the uh nfl in week seven uh tell me you know in each you know uh, you know top to bottom each matchup from thursday to monday night what did you learn about the uh, teams in NFL uh, from week uh, week seven, um, I learned that quarterback play is. Let me say, we already knew quarterbacks were important. Yeah, having a defense with certain game changing players is as valuable as having an elite quarterback. I dare say you actually having an elite defense can supersede having an elite quarterback. What an elite quarterback can do is not as valuable as having an elite defense. You can get away with having an elite defense and still win compared to having an elite quarterback in a subpar defense. Hmm. Um, the Chiefs are the Chiefs. Listen. Okay. A lot of people, me included, was worried at first, concerned. But at the end of the day, uh, having Mahomes, Kelsey, and this new sneaky, sneaky dominant defense. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's the defensive coordinator for Kansas City? Uh, Spagnola. Spagnola. Steve Spagnola. It took him time to get the players that could play his defense. But now that he has them, with Chris Jones, Kansas City is scary. It is. They're scary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
but Baltimore is one running back away from being a team that can take Kansas City down. There's rumors they might try to get Derrick Henry before the trade deadline. Listen, I am going to Bobby Schmurter if Derrick Henry goes to Baltimore. The hat going in the air? Hat going in the air. <laughs> I'm going to be the next Bobby Schmurter uh, meme. Okay. And GIF if you okay. see. if I Listen, all I'm going to do is send you a GIF of a raven. And you'll okay. know exactly what that means if I see that trade go through. Um, what else did I learn? I learned that don't put too much stock in the bills because you never know which team's going to show up. Listen, uh, I've been, as critical as I've been over him, man, like, you've been nice. But go ahead, though. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what's going on with the Packers. Uh, I, I do. don't know what's happening. I'm nervous about the Dolphins because I'm scared that they can't beat teams that are above 500, but they That's can yeah. they can they can uh, have they feel and mm -hmm. they can look pretty with teams under 500, even though the Eagles are limping what I consider limping along right now. Uh, again. How. This has to be the greatest general manager and owner in the NFL right now. Oh, Howie Roseman? Oh, my gosh. Because how do you <laughs> get Talk arguably – Talk about it. And I'm not talking about a sub safety. Arguably rated one of the top, if not three, five safeties in the NFL and the ransom – the thievery, the robbery that you do to get an all-pro, all-world safety on that defense, mm -hmm. I don't know how he does it. it some, listen, I ain't never believed in certain things when it comes to mafia and things like that, but he's connected to somebody somehow, some way. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's unfair. It's yeah. unfair to have the defensive line that you have, to have the linebacker core that you have, to have the secondary that you have and then to get to trade and get back a safety like that all under the cap. To add, I read, to add to that defense. Now, see, people aren't aren't really paying attention heavy to what the the, the Eagles did with Jalen Hurts deal because what they did was really, really, really smart and people didn't necessarily follow suit as much as they should have. Mm. Because if you look at if you look at the way his Contract is structured versus where Herbert and Burrow is structured. Right. Herbert and Burrow are more cap, uh, a more of a cap hit than Jalen Hurts is, although they got similar money. Right. They gave him a lot of guaranteed money and they gave him a lot of money that was uh in bonus versus actual salary. So that his cap number is very, very low, which very allows for them friendly. very team friendly. So it allowed for them to make these kind of moves and hold these kind of guys in-house long enough for them to be useful for what they want to want to do. Because well, I'm not sure if they're going to hold on to Bayard long-term, but he's going to be able to fit for the next two years. Because, again, Jalen Hurts, although he's making, you know, you know 200 some odd million, I think, in his contract, he's not he's not a heavy cap hit. Right. And right. not going to be for the next three years, I don't believe. Right. So you, you got basically – you almost got him on like a rookie deal again for the next three years. So you can make all the nice moves you want. You can pay. You can. You got money to pay AJ Brown. You got money to pay. You know. You can keep Kevin Byard if you if you if you so inclined to. You're paying uh, both corners. 
you know, so you, and you, all your air renters are young outside of Hashan Reddick. So guess what? You ain't got to worry about paying them. You know, your linemen ain't making a whole lot, you know, you know, King's ransom either. So right. it's it's a match made in heaven from a personnel perspective. I'm, I'm here to tell you. Yeah, Richard Rich, I think he does. He got some compromising glossy photos of somebody somehow, some way, because <laughs> what he's doing is masterful. But I'll wrap up by saying this. Uh, this NFL season is, again, showing a lot of parity. The teams that that you think should be separating themselves are not, and the teams that you think should be falling back to the wayside are making moves. Uh, and I now better understand, you can say what you want about Kirk Cousins, and even though I've been extremely critical of him. We both have. When you look at him statistically, mm -hmm. the thing that has hurt him is the big games. But yeah. statistically, since 2000, I think, 15, he is top rated when you look at stats across the board. And he is, he's just, listen, he just keeps it going. And what we thought, when we thought that the Vikings had been left to the wayside, left for dead. they have slowly just maintained and continue to make plays, even without Justin Jefferson being there. But the top tier teams are still the top tier teams right now. Uh, Dallas. Dallas is more hurt by not having digs than we're giving them credit for. Uh, digs. Looking at the stats, digs with digs and without is very telling. And even though it doesn't seem like it, it's sneaky at the difference of how impactful their defense is without him. And I'm just hoping with this that there's no quarterback controversy in Chicago. Even though it shouldn't be, I'm hoping it doesn't become one. Yeah, I, I don't think it is. I mean, he only had one game. I mean, we've seen backup quarterbacks come in to have this marvelous game, and the next week they're, you know, it's it's back to status quo. So we don't know. I mean, hell, and he playing the Chargers this week, so who knows what type of game oh, he had. We might have, you know, what I, I didn't even talk have, about them because this is your show, but uh, you, we've talked behind the scenes yeah, I, about I, the I, damn Chargers. That defense. So who knows? He might have another all-world game. I mean, <laughs> uh, against us and our defense, the way we play defense, and I and I'm putting it solely at the feet of Brandon Stanley. But that's a whole other conversation. I'm not even gonna get into that. Yeah, I, I've talked about that enough this week. But yet again, you know, I don't think that that's a sustainable model. I think when Justin Fields come back, there's no argument of whether or not he's gonna play. I think okay. he's gonna be the starter. I don't. I don't think it's a quarterback controversy at all. I mean, one, okay. you, know, you can't gauge about one game. I don't think you can do that, in my personal opinion. So yeah, I'm not worried about that at all. No. Okay. Um. But yeah. I, you know, I think that it's uh, interesting to see what uh, who was going to uh, take that leap and take the mantle because, like, I, we got an empty throne right now um, on both sides. Because you look at it from a perspective, and this is something I learned that you know, uh, how will Brock Purdy gonna bounce back from this adversity? He's in cut culture protocol now. He had two bad games. That Fort Niners mm. defense lost two ugly games. They shouldn't yep. have most likely. That's yep. telling. The Eagles winning winning. Um, when I really actually you know, I picked them to lose the Dolphins. I did. Um, but you know, they showed that, that they showed their medal, and they still would to your point, they still showed a, a, a good amount of awareness to realize that even though they won and they beat a really good team, they had a, a glaring need of safety and they yep. went out and addressed it. That's yep. what makes that's what makes Howie Roseman a good GM. The yep. fact that they know they never sit on their hands um when they need things and they go out and they are win. in a win now mode. Every not only yeah. every year, damn near every week. 
They're in a win and, now. And, they, and always a good compliment. They got a good compliment of veterans and a good compliment of young guys to, to go mesh completely and utterly well together to make a really good team. Yes. You know, so I believe that uh, that's definitely something they're doing. And they might just be the, the cream of the crop right now when it comes to the NFC. Now, they do play yeah. the 49ers in a few weeks, so we're going to see exactly what, what's going to be, what is, what's really going to be good. And hopefully Brock Pretty will have bounced back by then. Um, yep. But, yeah, we're going to see exactly what that team is like when they go head-to-head against each other. Um, yeah, I don't think, to your Dallas argument, I don't think Dallas' is, issue is uh, necessarily Trayvon Diggs being, not being there. I don't think that's, I don't think that one guy is, uh, is going to be uh, a difference maker to the point where they can't sustain good defense. I've seen them without Diggs playing against us, and they gave us trouble. We struggled mightily against that defense. So I, I definitely believe that they can sustain things with Dan Quinn running it. I don't think that's the biggest issue. I think the most glaring issue is Mike McCarthy and, and Jerry Jones. Mm. I think that's the biggest issue. And I think that's going to be the issue until, you know, well, as long as Jerry Jones owns the team, one. And two, as long as Mike McCarthy is, is the coach, because I think he's he's too uh, ultra-conservative instead of being innovative. Mm. So and I think that the, the offense has been has been a shell of themselves versus when the Kellen Moore was there. Now, I'm not mad that Kellen Moore is our OC. I mean, I'm glad. You right. know, that they let him go because it's helping out offense. But I don't believe that that it's uh it is it's a, a one person issue that's causing them trepidation. I really don't. I think their office is very, very ugly and lackluster. I did a whole video on it on thir- on 30 minute lockdown about how bad their office is year to year from last year to this year. It's a completely different staunch difference. And and I think that is 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 an indictment on in Mike McCarthy uh, letting a good OC out the door when mm. their office wasn't their problem. Okay. Their, their time management, their decision making, and their quarterback play was the issue. Um, you know, down the stretch last year, and and you can't blame that on Kellen Moore. I'm sorry, mm. that wasn't his fault. But gotcha. you know, you got to somebody. You got to blame somebody. And Mike McCarthy is, air quote, you know, Jerry Jones's boy. So, you know, who who's going to get out at first, Kellen Moore? So true. You know, so, but to their own peril, honestly, I think that's really going to be their issue in their in their down uh, turn. Um, and ultimately, is going to derail them in the playoffs yet again. For the okay. umpteenth year is that their 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 front office moves and their their top decision makers are going to be their their, their uh, undoing. Yep, I really do believe that. Um, outside of that, um, I'm I was really disappointed in the Lions because I was trying to see if they was going you know take a step, and the Ravens undressed them mightily. <laughs> we'll talk about them in a minute, <laughs> right? Um, but yeah, and AFC is weird though because again, to your point, I don't believe in the Buffalo Bills. I've been critical of them for quite some time. I think that um, after you know. Uh, Brian Dayball left. I, I really was, you know, uh, seeing a staunch difference of what they were as a team, and they only can win one way. We talked about this before. That's an issue. Um, can the Bengals make a run? That's a question mark. Um, you know, so I think we're really truly looking at um, the Ravens and the Chiefs being the cream of the crop at the moment, and and the Jaguars being a sneaky team. But I think they're young, yep. so they got some growing to do. Yep, yep. So. They're sneaky. They're 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 an up and coming team that. You're getting caught up with the Miamis and the high flying offense. Mm-hmm. You're you're getting caught up in Travis uh, uh, Travis Swift or Taylor Kelsey uh, mania. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying. Right. And then you're looking over at the NFC and waiting for the Eagles to look like the Eagles of last year. Mm-hmm. And what you're not paying attention to is the Jacksonville Jaguars getting it together and slowly gaining ground. Uh, so I'm right there with you with Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rich. I mean, ho- hopefully they can hold on Kelsey long as possible because when that that's going to change drastically, that old line is going to change drastically without a center. We talked about it on the Wild West podcast how valuable centers are. 
Oh, so we, without a doubt. Yeah. So when Kelsey leaves, that's gonna be a different ball game. But for right now, yeah, they're in good, they're in good company. That's for sure. Hall yeah. of Fame. You, yeah. you're talking about a Hall oh, yeah. of Fame, Hall of Fame center. center. Yeah, easy. That's first ballot. That's that's not even a question. Yeah, not even a question. So yeah, um, yeah. But I did, of course, Jerry Jones is the issue in Dallas. We all know that. That's, <laughs> that, that's not even something we can argue about for real. Yeah. We all agree to that. You know, you have a beer on that one. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I'm, I'm a seeing. You know, I really want to see what the what the Dolphins do to bounce back from this. I mean, they've been dealing with injury upon injury, but the one thing they haven't dealt with, and I hope they don't have to deal with, is is Tua Tagovailoa being injured because I think that's completely derails that season. Um, if he's hurt in any stretch, um, Tyreek Hill had a little bit of hit issue, but he's going to play. Looks like so if they bounce back and get things back in order. I think they'll be um, you know a, a story to talk about um, in the next you know four to five game stretch. Because they got to play KC in Germany here in a couple of weeks. So that's going to be right. a good one. Right. So that's going to be another test for them. So they can ride the ship against New England and then get get to KC and, and they can give them a game. Then that, that'll give you a, a inkling of whether or not they can take that step. But if not, it's going to be to that to your argument that they can't be good teams. True. Huh? All right. So speaking of that, <laughs> we let's talk about uh is it time to ring the fraud alert? <laughs> is it time to ring the fraud alert? <laughs> so certain teams you know got got undressed yeah last week is the time to ring the warning so yeah. uh you know we were looking at some teams that were you know i guess you can say um you know in doing some winning um you know from a football perspective they were flying high you know in certain stretches um but um they kind of got brought down to earth this week so um we're going to talk about exactly what we think uh, these teams are on fraud alert or not. Or, or is uh, the Lions, the Dolphins, the Bills, and the and the Forty Niners. So uh, let's start with uh, let's start with the Lions because they definitely had a a, a rough outing with the uh, um, with the uh, Ravens uh, this past Sunday. So you know we were both talking about how this could be a, a step in the right direction for them, and they could put themselves being a, a, a solid. You know, perennial playoff team if they did beat the Ravens or at least gave them a really competitive game. But it was ugly and ugly early. Um, yeah, and then the whole idea of, of outdoor golf being a thing again and he only plays well indoors and all this mess. So so what do you feel like, you know, because you know, you're high on the lines just like I was and we love their personnel. It's just a matter of whether or not you can um, compete against good teams is the question. Right. So, do you believe in your heart of hearts, do we need to ring the fraud alert or the Lions, or is it just a one outlier game that that we don't have to, you know, kind of just brush off as it being a bad game, and they'll be ba- they'll be back. They'll definitely be back. Uh, this was more to to me. This spoke more to the the quality of the the Ravens, okay, than the lack of competitive fire or being or or the Lions being a fraud. Uh, listen. The Ravens right now are a couple plays away from being six and one. That's a fact. You know, when you're looking at that Ravens defense, you're looking at what Lamar is doing. You look at some of the injuries they've sustained. They have been a couple plays away from being six and one. And so what they ran into is just, a buzzsaw. A buzzsaw of what's happening in the last two weeks. They've caught Lamar mm-hmm. now in his groove. If you look at the have. week before, Lamar 
did basically the same damn thing and he came back and repeated it again. Do I think Lamar is going to average 350 plus every week? No. But do I think Lamar now is finding his groove? The offensive coordinator is really getting into the groove of what to call and how to position and 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 get the ball from Lamar to Andrews to Zay Flowers, uh Nelson. Who would have thought Nelson Aguilar, right? Uh, when we look at all the receivers, that OBJ would be fourth option out of at the, these receivers, right? Zay that. Flowers clear, uh, clear I told and far I, away. I, I told y'all about that boy. I told yeah, you. Yeah, he he and Lamar have that type of chemistry that Lamar I think wanted with Mark with Hollywood Brown, and now with Zay like Flowers, that. his mindset and his um uh his competitive fire mm-hmm. is a perfect match. He's a Baltimore receiver. He really is a Baltimore genetically built DNA having type mm-hmm. of player that works well there. So to me, no, I, this is an outlier. I don't, uh, to, uh, six weeks of what I saw with Detroit mm-hmm. lets me know they just ran into a team. That's a better team overall with skilled players that are just clicking right now compared to the lions becoming quote unquote, the lions. Okay. Well, I got a slightly different take and it is, it's, it's kind of upsetting in a sense, because I think that um, based upon them losing this game kind of, uh, kind of hurt them um, from a, I guess you can say seating perspective, because if, if, if the playoffs started today, they will be playing on the road. And it's clear to me that Jared Goff has issues and his production, just by the numbers perspective, isn't as good on the road as it is inside on a, on a dome in a, in a climate controlled environment. Right. So, so for me, I'm going to have to read the fraud alert a little bit. Because what's going to end up happening is, like I said, you know, they still got, you know, a lot of games to play, um, you know, from a competitive perspective. And they drop any more, you know, and the way the Eagles are playing at this moment. Uh, they're going to, again, in the San Fran bounces back, they're going to likely be, they're either the, outside of their first game, they're going to be playing on the road. They got to go to San Fran. They got to go to Philly. And it's Philly going to be cold. So right. I don't think that Jared Goff is going to be able to overcome those that defense. Okay. Um, You know, in that perspective. So that's going to be an issue for them. And that's, I think that's why it's a little bit of a fraud alert for them because I really feel like they may roll and win a division, but that's mm-hmm. where it stops. I think that's where it stops. Um, okay. So I think that's going to be the issue because if they could control their own destiny and play through the playoffs in Detroit, I would have said they're they're right in there for the picking to to upseat upseat somebody, right? To up in yeah. upset somebody. But the fact that they're going to likely have to play on the road at some stretch in the playoffs is not going to bode well for them. They just don't play as well on the road as they do at home, mm. and and that's 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 where it, that's the issue that's going to uh, ultimately derail them, in my opinion. Mm. Mm. Okay. All right, so let's talk about the Dolphins. So how do you feel about the Dolphins, how, how they got undressed by the Eagles on Sunday night? Um, do you feel like this is an outlying situation or them getting undressed by the Bills and the Eagles, a telling moment, and do we need to ring the fraud alert for them? Cue the fraud alert. All right, so tell me why. Now, do I think they're a good team? Yes. Okay. So I'm not saying that they're a fraud in that aspect. But what I am saying a fraud is they gave us hope that uh, is not fulfilling, 
right? It's it's similar to she looks good, she smells good, uh, everything about her ex exterior has you excited mm -hmm. until she opens her mouth and you realize um, <laughs> she she her grades would not get her in prison. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah yeah she's Ugh. that smart she's oh, that wow. smart yeah okay yeah she's so smart her grades wouldn't get her in prison Sheesh. um and i'm saying that because when we break things down mm -hmm. they again they can be and look great to the teams that are not the elite competitive type teams because okay. of miami you're not you're not contending against the 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 arizona cardinals uh your your bottom basement type of, of of teams right now you're looking to position yourselves against the Kansas Cities against the people in your own division the buffaloes the mm -hmm. the ravens right that's who your real competition because with this team it's not just going it's not enough to say we made the playoffs you're looking at super bowl okay and to see what happens when they win against the elite level teams and not only how they were beat how they were dog walked they were right in both games in both games that gives me reason to say this is this this has some fraud to it because one i don't think that offense can travel two the things that they showed against the more elite teams that they would have to face and how they that team showed up and the complete 180 of the way the offense looked and how dominant it was with the running game and lack thereof against the elite level teams happened. Uh, clearly, we know Tyreek Hill, Tyreek Hill is one of the scariest players in the NFL. That's a fact. Uh, but my concern, too, is the lack of. And I think Mike McDaniels is a tremendous play caller, but to I me. Agree the lack of unity between Tyreek to Jalen Waddle. Last year, it was more oh, they harmony. Were, they, were, they were taking turns. They were taking turns, right? I also think that has a little bit to do with Jalen Waddle being injured, though. I think there's okay. more so that. Okay. And that's, that's necessarily, fair. yeah, not necessarily an issue with them being off, you know, it's kilter this year. I think it's more so his injury because he got hurt like week one. You know, yeah. he's been all in and out hampered with that leg, so... Um, if he was completely healthy, it might be a different story. That's only that who's, I would who's argue that, that third receiver. Uh, it would be uh Braxton Berrios. It uh, the pick one, Chase Claypool, Braxton Berrios. Um, uh, uh, I think that's the top two. Uh, okay, I think Clay, Claypool. Claypool is one season away from. Oh yeah, he's not been in the NFL. Oh, and Cedric Wilson and chosen Robbie Chosen Anderson. I forgot about yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. Chase Claypool is one season away from not being in the NFL next year. Yeah, I think we yeah. read a stat that said that uh, on uh, on the Wild OS that that oh it might have been a fantasy football podcast that uh, every team that Chase Claypool has been on they start losing and every team that when he gets traded off of they start winning like the moment he got traded off the Steelers they start winning the moment he got traded off the Bears they start winning so that. now the Dolphins are losing so it's it, you know they say he might be the the, the, the bad juju <laughs> yeah 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 but, so um, yeah that's my take and I I don't think the Dolphins defense and they are getting Jalen Ramsey back this week. We, we, I'm I'm going to hold reservation until I see what Ramsey does to help that defense. Because right now that defense is not strong enough 
to hold the ship and steady the ship if that offense is not clicking. Okay, that's fair. That is fair. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm a hold because I, get, I I do believe in Mike McDaniels being a really good coach. I'm a hold my uh, fraud alert for oh, until the Chiefs game. I think if they if they get undressed by the Chiefs like they did it by everybody else, then yeah, you just gotta ring it. And I think it's it's because I think what sustains them because literally they are literally one game behind the Chiefs. So if they beat the Chiefs, they are the number one seed. They win this okay. week and they beat the Chiefs next week, they'll be the one seed. So and they will mm-hmm. control their own destiny from here on out. If they're playing Miami throughout the playoffs, then that's a whole different ballgame for that offense than it is playing away. You know, because like you said, they, they they play much better in warmer climates with that's all that speed. And getting, you know, getting healthy. They got to get healthy, too. They got to get their left tackle back. They got to get A-Chain back. They got to get Jalen back. They got to get Xavier Howard back. So they get all those pieces together in one unit. And it's much better to get healthy in the season than have in- season injuries, you know, that, that last throughout the entirety of the season mm-hmm. for, you, for, you, for your competitive spirit. So if they can literally have injuries early and get healthy late, I really believe that they could still be there. Um, you know, be you know, be a top tier team, and it's just a question of whether or not at this moment, if we had to judge it by the standings, can they beat the Ravens or the Chiefs? And you know, that remains to be seen. But right, but yeah, I think I'm gonna hold it for a week. But if the Chiefs undress them, yeah, I'm definitely gonna ring it for all the on them as well because I do believe that as long as two is healthy, they got a shot with that offense. I do believe that with all the weapons they got. Okay. Um. So, but we like I said, we'll see. We'll definitely see. And I think the the, the key right now is O-line being banged up and the fact they can get pressure on too. Because I think that's been the issue with uh, how they how the Bills played them. They got pressure on them. And how the Eagles played them, they got pressure on them as well because O-line been banged up. So gotcha. if you get O-line healthy, get a, a, get your elite cornerback, you get your running back, you drafted back, uh, A-chain, and I think they'll they'll be they'll be a, a handful for most teams. Okay. I, I saw firsthand how they did us. So I know <laughs> they got a lot of firepower. Yeah, <laughs> they have, yeah. Be healthy, right? So, um, so yeah, the Bills are playing right now. They actually up was it 24 to 4, 24 to 10 on the Bucks. Yep. Um, so what do you think about them? Do we got to ring the fall alert of them or not? Ring it. Yeah, because we're not measuring them against again. We're not measuring them against lower tier teams. Good point. Good point. Against the elite level playoff deep in the playoff super bowl contenders and so we have been in a hope stance for the last three to four years with them mm-hmm. you know every year coming in josh allen is an mvp can uh, mvp candidate this is the bills year this is the time for the bills to take the next step and because you're in a division that has seen what used to be for 20 years a division that was your only your best fight your best uh hope was to see who's finishing second Mm -hmm. this is now the time that you capitalize and they haven't separated themselves to me Mm -mm. right the undressing and and it wasn't if you looked at the score it wasn't an undressing but to lose to the patriots 29-25 29-25 in that mm-hmm. fashion and the way that we saw the loss happen. Again, when we talk about Miami and what happens with the play calling and the situation and teams that they're beating, uh, Buffalo is the girlfriend 
or the dude that just teases you. Mm-hmm. They they send you love letters. They send you text messages. They get you all hyped up to go out for the date. And then 30 minutes before you're ready to walk out the house, they send you a message like, oh, we're not going to be able to do it. Can we rain check? <laughs> How about that? Yep. They bring you over, feed you, uh, and then tell you, oh, uh, just to let you know, um, my monthly just kicked on today. Mm. You you were there. <laughs> yeah. You were yeah. There. You're like, well, damn. Does, uh, is your monthly on 28 days out the month? Because every time geez, you, geez, you know jail, what I'm saying? Jail, jail, yeah. Jail. Uh, or or the, the pretty the person that's pretty and the best they they forget how they they say a luxury meal is bologna, mustard, and crackers, and that's fine dining. You like what the hell? You just gonna tease me like this? You just gonna tease me like this? Says so you gonna cook for you? Did she? Did she whip yeah, out the bologna? Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. I got you. Or I got you. Every time you try to run your fingers through her hair, <laughs> she you know, she starts doing a duck. <laughs> or you can you can never drive. You can never take her out in a convertible because that oh, lace front. <laughs> <laughs> Both of y'all got a convertible, your uh, car convertible, and then her lace becomes a convertible. convertible. <laughs> <laughs> terrible, yeah. You That's terrible. Buffalo. That's uh, Buffalo. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely yeah. get it. I definitely get it. And I, I, I agree with you, Ring the Fraud on them boys, because <laughs> I am not. Again, they have, again, to your point, you know, them playing against, you know, I don't call them inferior, but lower, you know, teams that are. Uh, in flux, you know the yeah. the Bucks are in flux right now. So them them you know being competitive against them, uh, you know the Bucks being competitive against the Bills, you know it's a, hard, it's a rough ass. Um, yeah. But but again, to you to losing the games that they've lost and the, and the manner they lost and the risk that Josh Allen's be taking in those games because he feel like he got to do everything, you have to win one way. And to me, that's that's fraudulent. And yeah. I think you, to your point, they should have taken control of this division and they have not. The the, the guy the Dolphins leading the division, the Jets hanging around, the Patriots still hanging around. I mean, come on. You yeah. know this. You got to You got to do better. You got to do better, and they haven't. And again, it, it's the same thing. It's the rule of insanity. You keep doing the same thing, expecting different results. Yes. You know. So, and again, I don't. I don't think this team is going to be. They'll make the playoffs, but yet again, they once, once they face the Ravens, the Chiefs, hell, they might even lose to the Jaguars or the Bengals, depending on how they're playing. At that, they've moment. already lost to them once this season. That's my point. So again, if they, they in the playoffs, though, you know, they and they'll likely lose to them. Yeah. So we'll 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 see, but I I just don't think that they have uh, anything um, to. Uh, I don't even want to say get better. That's not even that's not even what I want to go with it. I just don't think they're going to be any different the way they're currently designed. Like true. And it's 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 telling us well, Brian Dayball left on his own accord to be a head coach. Leslie Frazier left to retire. Like he decided he just didn't want to coach no more. I was so gonna just, be here. Yeah, this is Sean McDermott and Ken Dorsey. So I'm like, okay. And then we see what we're getting in that respect. So I don't know. I, I just don't think that this what they got going on right now is going to be uh, a sustainable model to make them anywhere near a contender. Yeah. You know, Adam Bogus is a teacher right now, they can't beat him. No, no. So, no. all right. So, last team on on the list is the San Francisco 49ers. Do you think that it's because of their two losses in Brock Purdy's uh, lackluster quarterback playing the last two weeks, and that's been your guy in the past? You yes. Time to read alert on them, or should we wait? Uh, listen, I'm going to take your take with what you said about Miami. They have one more week before this bail starts getting wrong. I'm I'm holding out hope. Okay. Right. I'm holding out hope. That first loss, I was like, ah, okay. It was it was a three inch 
loss because the the field goal and the defense yeah. they was going against. Yeah. First of yeah. all, like, yeah. listen, like, yeah, I know I know you're probably going to say this. Let Miles Garrett is a freak. Of I've nature. been telling. I told you that's okay. my defensive player of the year. I told you at the beginning yeah. of the season. I told you. Yeah. So I don't. I don't man. look. I don't look at that loss. <clears throat> even though it was a loss, I don't look at it the same because okay. you're going against that's a fair. defense that's world class. Yep. You're going against a defense that is out this world. And I, even though I love San Francisco's defense to me, mm-hmm. the quarterback on the other side, you should have done the same thing to that quarterback as Cleveland did to your quarterback. Because when looking at it, your defense is an elite level. Should have It should have been a push. And it should have been, even though it was a 19-17 game, Mm-hmm. It should have been damn near a seven-six game because it should have been no reason that with with that quarterback should have been on able to stay on the field against your defense because up until that point the San Francisco defense was looking out out of this world too. So yeah, when looking I was at that, very surprised that Kirk Cousins yeah. addressed him like that. Very yeah, surprised. Very surprised. So when looking at that loss, one, I kind of I was like, okay, they just ran into a great defense as well. That's a that's a push. Let's let's forget that. This last week loss made me raise my eye. Like, okay, what's going on now? Right now, hold on. You you how 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 I gotta say, um, fool me once, right. shame, shame on, on me. <laughs> shame right? on you. Shame on you. But as my man George Bush said, fool me twice. Thank you for it again. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the greatest sound bites we've ever it really, heard. It really it, is. It, and free in my mind, right. but it makes me concerned it, because it um, I know McCaffrey's injured. I know Debo is out uh, again, and I hate it because the rumblings started back up about Purdy, and I really think it's it's highly unfair. This man, up until two weeks ago, was ten and zero and lost right? the game. Had yeah. lost the game, and you mm-hmm. don't listen. I don't care what you say; it's a feel good story, or whatever. You don't do that for 10 games in the NFL. Two games, cool. 10 games, no, 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 no. That's consistency and mm-hmm. the right offense as well. So now with, quote, unquote, the, the most talented thrower that Shanahan has ever had, I'm interested to see what happens with the 49ers this week. If they lose again, I'm gonna have to ring the fraud alert. So I'm hold I'm holding my mule right okay. now okay. to see what happens and can they write the ship this week. Well, they're playing the Bengals off a of bye, so it's gonna be a real interesting game. And this, I, think this, Debo, I think Debo's gonna miss another one. So and they might get Trip Williams back and they're gonna have McCaffrey, but they still might be out without Debo. So and they'll have to get together. Yeah, because telling. the the Bengals are ascending right now. They so are. this is gonna be a game to really uh, to really see where you are in the lay of the land of the top five, top eight teams in the NFL. I like it. I like it. And, I, and to piggyback off that sentiment, I think that I'm going to hold my water as well with their fraud alert because um, I think they're highly coached. I think they're really well coached. I think they got a really good system. I think missing their right tackle, missing their number one receiver was a big ask for them. And they didn't – I think they weren't expecting – it kind of got caught sleeping with Kirk Cousins and thinking that he wasn't going to be what he was in that moment. I think he pulled a rabbit out of his hat and and just just, just took off the 
the Clark Kent outfit one good time and became yeah. Superman. Like he just yeah. did it. Like he just yeah. he, he does that every now and then. You just don't know when it's gonna happen. You don't know when he's gonna yeah. break it out. And he brought it out for them, and it was unfortunate. But yeah, I think that you know, long term they're gonna be fine. They, they don't have any injuries on defense for real, for real. Um, so they're gonna be that good there. I think that the only thing is just getting healthy on offense and, and getting back to the, what they do well. Yep. So, but I, I, I so I'm holding my water with that. And but if they do lose to the Bengals, it's three straight losses. That's gonna be an issue. Yeah, because you just basically put the Eagles in the Cowboys to be the number one seed, and then you have to travel to Philly to, in the playoffs to do anything. And you don't want that. No, no not in that cold. They got to travel all the way across the country and in the cold. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not something you want. Not something you want. But we'll see. So uh, we got. I, I call fraud on the. I call fraud on the Lions. You call fraud on the Dolphins. We both call fraud on the Bills, Bills. and we both holding our water on the 49ers. I like. Yep. It. I like yep. it. I like it. Okay. All right. So let's talk about week eight. So what you know, real quick, what are you what are you looking forward to week eight? What is your what is your big what, what games really got your eye? What's your biggest uh uh matchup that you got your got your uh pencil circled around? Uh so when we look at week eight, I'm really interested in um this Jaguar Steelers game. A lot of people are are wondering uh how does Mike Tomlin continue to do it? How right? he doing it? He keeps Ocean. doing it. Hell yeah. So I'm really interested on both sides because Mm -hmm. one, uh, Jacksonville being five and two, are they again ascending? Right. And what's going on with the Steelers and will the Steelers just steal another one and they go to five and two. So that that. was interesting to me. Uh, The other one is the Bengals 49ers because now we're starting to see uh, Joe Burrow, it appears that his calf now is healed. And, and he's had a week to rest. And he's had a week to rest. Um, and even though T. Higgins has, you know, had an injury, I'm really interested to see how the 49ers, again, bounce back from that game. Another game that's interesting to me is the Lions and Raiders because of just what we said. I'm interested to see now coming off uh, – uh, uh, you know, being taken to the shed by the Ravens, right. how do they bounce back? And does Dan Campbell have them mentally ready to fight back and get back? You know, uh, uh, get their get their 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 mentality, get their competitive fire going again. And so I'm interested to see that. And lastly, the Ravens Cardinals, the Battle of the Birds. Okay. Because I'm interested to see the exact opposite of what I is want it, is to it see. Is a trap game from the Lions? Do you come off a great game like you had against the Lions, who's a much better defense? Right. How do you come off that game? Because here's the thing about the Cardinals: I haven't seen one game where the Cardinals haven't fought they the whole scrappy. game. They scrappy. They scrappy. They even more scrappy at home. They got to go to Arizona. Yes. And I haven't seen I haven't seen them uh, canceling it for Caleb. They have fought with Josh Dobbs. I'm really happy that he's getting the opportunity. He's been bounced around team to team in the NFL. But right now, again, he has done everything he could to keep this team in 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 every game. I agree. And so even though they're one and six, it hasn't been easy out for anybody that's faced them so i'm interested to see baltimore going to arizona Mm. uh do they come out dominant or like you said will this be a trap game for them okay all right it's two games i'm looking at um actually three i'm gonna say three 
Um, one per- is personal for me. I-, I think that it's sink or swim for this moment for the Chargers team. Uh, yep. With the Bears facing a backup quarterback going to Chicago. Yeah. I, 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 actually, this game is at home. I'm, I'm, I'm tripping. I, this game's at Inglewood. I, I thought it was yeah. in Chicago. A two um, and five and two and four team. Exactly. So I think that it's a single swim game with, with a backup quarterback and facing the, the Bears yep. on, on Sunday night. Um, if we don't come out and kind of write the ship, you know, kind of what the Chiefs did against us, because they were struggling on the offense until they got to us, and then all of a sudden the home was still for 400 yards. <laughs> so we, it's got to be a make-right game if we if we going to salvage the season. If not, then right. it, just, just get the tank out now. Fire Brandon Staley and just get the tank out now and just call it a day. Yeah. Because again, we, we're not going to go anywhere um, at all by losing by the Bears. I think that's the that's going that's going to bring the Camels back, in my yep. opinion. Yeah. Um. Another game we're looking at is the Rams Cowboys. I think the Rams Cowboys game is going to be intri- intriguing because the, the Cowboys are coming off a bye, I believe, and okay. the Rams got fully healthy on offense and they got that duo with Puka and Cooper. Um. Cupping, cup is it cupping the cooler? That's what they call it. Yeah. Cupping cup cup the cooler. Cup yeah. Yeah. So. Um, oh Lord, AD just got hurt. Oh, he's good. All right, uh, he fell. You know, I feel like every time he hit the ground, I, I get nervous. Um, but um, <laughs> but yeah. So that, I'm looking at that. I think the Rams will give him a good game. I, I, if I if I'm a betting person with the line with the with the line being at six, I would not bet Dallas at six six points. Okay. I would definitely take the Rams that not cover even if they lose. Um, so I'm definitely looking at that game as being an interesting game. I think that uh, Matt Stafford is is going to give that defense fits and the way McVay schemes up his offense. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because they've been they've been a tough offer people too. Even though they're three and four, they've not laid down for anybody either. And people True. thought they was gonna have a rough season, including me. True. So I'm looking at that game. And um, the last one, I'm in this field goal one for me, um, is the Panthers and Texans with, with okay. CJ and, and Bryce facing each other. Oh, that's a good one. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. So I'm looking to see see how that turns out. Um, CJ coming off a bye. Actually, both of them coming off a bye now. Think about it. So yeah. they had a fresh, they had an off week, and they're coming in fresh. Uh, the Panthers got a new offensive coordinator calling plays. So. Um, it'd be interesting to see if they can turn their office around and get Bryce back on uh, on the right track. And uh, hopefully they can, uh, and, you know, have a good game with the one and two no overall picks going against each other. Yep. So I'm looking to see how that turns out as well. So I'm hoping that'll be a good game. But yeah, but those are my biggest matchups um, for, for that week. So it uh, should be a good one. Okay. All right. So let's get to the ugliness. <laughs> let's talk about games of the week. Week eight odds. And what are we going to look like at week eight? So before we get to that, let's talk about week seven, how we did. Um, the Saints uh, won to cover the spread. The Chiefs won to cover. The Ravens won to cover. The Steelers won and did not cover with the Rams being favorite. Um, the Eagles won and covered. The Vikings won. Um, and and the 49ers did not cover the spread. So that left us this week at two and four and one and five <laughs> for week seven. So we had a grand total of sixteen and twenty six for me and fifteen and twenty seven for Kurt. <laughs> Yeah, we got some work to do in order to get above 500. That's the goal at this point. Just get above 500 starting at week eight. Just get above 500. So, yeah. hopefully with the new games this week and week eight, we can get to get there. We can get there. So, when I recorded these lines on Tuesday morning, that's what these were the lines. So, we got, uh, first and foremost, we got the Rams up uh, versus the Cowboys, and that line is five and a half. So, what do you say to that, sir, in regards to who you picking for the Rams at Cowboys? That really makes me nervous, but I'm going to go with the Rams. Okay. Yeah, I like the Rams, and I cover that. Even if they do lose, I think they don't. They keep it close. So yeah. I, I'm going to go Rams as well. All right, so Bucks at Bills, and we, uh, we're talking about that right now, so it's it's kind of mute. Uh, yeah. But uh, uh, So this line is seven and a half, though, and they're up 14. So, I mean, you, you know. No, they're up uh, six now. Oh, well, okay. Well, they might not cover. <laughs> <laughs> it's a push. 
That's a push. Yeah. That's a win for both of us. We'll take okay. that as a win. I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that. Yeah. I would. I would have. I would have taken the bills anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'll, I'll write that down for us. Okay. All right. So what we got? Uh, we got uh, Jaguars at Tex at Steelers, and Jaguars actually favored on the road by, by one and a half. See, this is one of them games that scares me because Mike Tomlin, right? Mm-hmm. And this is a game where they're at home and. Even though Jacksonville Jacksonville is a, a, a point and a half favorite, mm-hmm. the Steelers will end up winning a game like this. So, but uh, so as the stepbrother say, so so <laughs> shit. I'm gonna go Jags. Yeah, I'm betting on Mike. I'm going Steelers. I got them to win that game. At home, yeah, I got to win again. So all they got to do is win, right? It's still all still got to do is win. If you're the underdog, all you got to do is win, or or lose by all you got to do is win or lose by the, by less than the spread. So even if they lose, if they lose by a point, then they they will uh, still cover have covered the Steelers or whatever. Not I love you, Mike. I'm gonna go with Jacksonville. Okay, I'm gonna stay with Jacksonville. All right, so the Texans on the road going to Carolina and they're favored by three. They got to win by more Texans. than the field. To win by more than a field goal. Okay. Take the Texans. Yeah, I think I'm going there too. I, until I see better things from uh, uh, the Panthers, I'm going to have to go with Texans as well. Yeah. I, and I especially think that they think Domingo Ryan's defense travels well. So I think they're going to be fine. Yep. All right. So Browns is an interesting game now because Deshaun's not playing. So Browns at Seahawks and Seahawks favor minus three. I'm going to go Browns. Really? With, with that defense. Okay. And hell, we've seen PJ Walker do worse. That's a good point. Yeah, that's a, it, with the, the the playing in Seattle though is is giving me pause. I mean, what they just played the Colts 39-38 and they won. Now I'm not saying that the Colts are anywhere near mm-hmm. uh, or that Minshew is um, is uh, what's his name? His name's forget making me the quarterback. Or oh, PJ Walker or or Geno Smith. Jay. Uh, uh, Smith. Okay. I'm not saying he's that, but when I look at the defense, mm-hmm. listen, um, is Miles Garrett healthy? Yep. Enough said. Okay. <laughs> playing in the playing with the twelves, playing in Seattle, PJ Walker uh being the quarterback, I'm gonna go with Seahawks. Okay. Seahawks. What about more than three gives me pause, but for some reason, just playing in that environment, I feel like, and maybe because I just watched a documentary with Geno Smith, I, I, I might be drinking this Kool-Aid a little bit, <laughs> but Kenna Walker is hobbling too, so they don't, they might not have any starting running back, so it's eh, I don't know. I might have to change my pick. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you watch the documentary? Is it What is it on? It, it was more of an interview with Carissa Thompson on NFL, um, NFL's okay. uh, Twitter page. I, that's, okay. It was like a, it's like a ten minute interview. I think she interviewed him with. Gotcha. Um, it, it, it was interesting. Um, you know his his game his his rise last year and you know his infamous statement that you know they wrote me off but I ain't right back. Right and, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, how yeah. he's doing this year, this and the third. So yeah, yeah. His leadership qualities, all that good stuff. He made he made Chris yeah. cry. It was interesting. Oh, that's what's yeah. up. Yeah, because the letter he wrote to the to the fans, she, she read two back to him and she cried. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was. It was. It was hey, just, he he made it known that he wanted to stay in Seattle because he, he was appreciative he of them. You know, He's taking a chance on him. Yeah. yeah, I agree with that. I agree yeah. with that. So yeah, um, hmm. I believe in Pete Carroll enough to win by three with his Browns defense. 
now that the Seattle, you know, I'm gonna go upstairs. Seattle. Seattle's defense is, is all right too. Oh, they 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 lethal now. And they just got Frank Clark and in free agency because uh, he got he signed he got he got let go and he got it with from the Broncos and he um was the Broncos. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So he's he's with the, he's with the, uh, the Seattle now. He's with Seattle now. Yeah. So they got another edge rusher. So okay. I'm gonna stay with Seattle. I'm gonna stay with him. I'm gonna stay with him. Okay. All right. So last game, Bengals at 49ers and the 49ers are favored by five and a half. But check this though, Brock Ferguson's concussion protocol. He may not play. Right. Do I fall into the hype of Sam Darnold? Or do I look at uh, five and a half is a lot? I'm going to go Bengals. So am I. Yeah, that, that line is going to get me to go to Bengals, even if they lose. Uh, I don't think six points is in, in Sam Donald's cards if he play, if he starts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that gives that Bengals defense. Right. That gives that Bengals defense. All right, so I got we both got Rams and Bills. I got Steelers, you got Jags. We both got the Texans. I got Seahawks, you got Browns, and we both got the Bengals. Mm-hmm. All right, there it is. All righty. Okie dokie. Okie dokie. Do it. That'll do it. All right. So the rest going to wrap up the show this week. If you uh, if you don't know the schedule, like I said, normally Tuesdays, nights, 9 p.m. is our show, Sports Talk Coach Curry on this channel, Wednesdays, Wild West Podcast on this channel, 7.30, Light and Fast Fantasy Podcast, 9.30 <laughs> on Wednesdays, and in the 30-minute lockdown, 11 a.m. on Thursday morning. So mm-hmm. if you need to find me on any social media platforms, there's my listings up there on the screen. Uh, email me at lockdowndivasports at gmail.com if you need to email me. But in the meantime, between time, until next week, that's Coach Kurt. I'm Coach Defense. Until next week, we'll see you when we see you. Step up and lock it down.